بسم الله الرحمن الرحيم نحمد ونصلي على رسول الكريم ما بعد ونبي هريرة رضي الله تعالى عنه قال سئل رسول الله صلى الله عليه وسلم عن أكثر ما يدخل الناس الجنة قال تقوى الله وحسن الخلق وسئل عن أكثر ما يدخل الناس النار فقال الفم والفرج رواه التلميذ وقال حديث حسن صحيح Abu Huraira radiyallahu ta'ala narrates that Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa was asked with regards to what will be the most effective in causing humanity or people to enter into Jannah, into paradise. To this Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa responded, the fear of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala or taqwa for Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala and the beautification of one's akhlaq and character. This part of the hadith we discussed in, at length, also began a discussion of the second part, where conversely Rasulullah was asked, what will be the most conducive or the most effective to cause people to enter into hellfire, into Jahannam? Allah's Rasul sallallahu alayhi wa sallam indicated towards two parts of the body, and he said, these will be the most effective in causing people to enter into Jahannam. The first part, Allah's Rasul sallallahu referred to, he said, al-fam, the mouth. By the mouth is meant the tongue. In other words, the utterances of the tongue. Or not having a leash over our tongue, what we speak. Allah's Rasul says, more than anything else, more than anything else, this is what will cause people to enter into Jahannam. This is what will destroy their deen, destroy their dunya, destroy their akhirat. Ulama say, if you look naturally, Allah Ta'ala has created this tongue in such a position in one's body, that Allah Ta'ala has placed 32 gates in front of it. Put 32 locks or gates in front of that tongue. And then in front of that again is a main gate. The mouth is in front of that. So they say even if you look at its creation or position, it is indicative of what? That lock it up. Be very careful over giving your tongue a free rein. If one has to we find that what is very, very difficult for us to understand is that this tongue is such such a part of the body that if you look at other ahadith of Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam, Nabiya Pak sallallahu alayhi wa sallam tells us that this is the part that will take you to Jannat also very easily. So Jahannam also very easily, Jannat also very easily. The utterances of the tongue. There's a famous hadith when Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam dispatched Mu'az bin Jabal radiallahu ta'ala anhu 
to Yemen. Then prior to his departure, Muaz bin Jabal was a Sahabi whom Nabi Sallallahu had a lot of love for. And at length, Allah's Rasul Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam gave Sayyidina Muaz radiallahu ta'ala anhu a lot of advice. Not only was he very beloved to Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa but it is said that the flag of the ulama of the ummat, the flag of the ulama of the ummat on the day of judgment will be in the hands of Sayyidina Mu'az bin Jabal radiallahu ta'ala. So he is Raisul ulama. Raisul ulama is an indication of the extent of knowledge and deep insight and understanding that Allah ta'ala had blessed Mu'az bin Jabal radiallahu ta'ala anhu with. Amongst these advices, Allah's Rasul sallallahu alayhi wa sallam, as I mentioned, very difficult for us to understand just how important the control of the tongue is. The Nabi sallallahu alayhi wa sallam said to Mu'az, that Mu'az, should I not show you? Now the expression that's found in the hadith is milak al-amr. The word milak comes from mulk or malik, which means the king or the crux or that which is overpowering. So Allah's Rasul Wasallam said, Mu'az, should I not indicate to you the very essence of the whole of deen? In other words, in this is the making of your deen and in this is the destruction of your deen. This is milakul amr. This is the crux, this is the essence. Everything revolves around this. So Mu'az said, Ya Rasulullah, what is it? In other words, the whole of deen, the preservation, the control, the making or the breaking of your deen rests around this. And then, in order to accentuate and make Mu'az bin Jabal understand just how important this advice is, Allah's Rasul took his Mubarak fingers and he placed it in the mouth of Mu'az. And with his Mubarak fingers, Nabi Wasallam caught hold of the tongue of Mu'az bin Jabal radiallahu ta'ala anhu and said, Amlik alayka lisanak. May have been the tongue of Mu'az or may have been his own tongue. Allah's Rasul but practically, practically demonstrated the essence, the making or the breaking or the very edifice or foundation of your deen. Control this tongue. Control the tongue. Amlik alayka lisanak. Like I said, this is something, sometimes it may become difficult for us to comprehend just how important the control of the tongue is. So Mu'az radiallahu, not an ordinary person, this is Raisul ulama. This is one of the most knowledgeable of the Sahaba. A man of deep insight, a man of great knowledge, great comprehension. He also is surprised. He says, Ya Rasulullah, will we be taken to task for the utterance of the tongue? In other words, is this tongue so destructive, so essential, the control or the preservation of the tongue? In normal daily terms, my respected brothers, we find that ulama say it is easier to stop a train in its tracks, high-speed train to stop it, or an aeroplane as it's landing to put brakes on it. You see, whenever a pilot lands that aeroplane, it's crucial, the initial stages, that he's got to get that aircraft to stop. So 
So they apply full brakes. They say it's easier to stop a landing plane or to stop a high-speed train in its tracks than to place brakes over this tongue. And ulama kiram they say that when poets give an analogy or an example, we find in poetic language generally the analogy or example of the heart of a person is given with glass. The heart is compared with glass. One of the reasons for this is that glass is something that it is very, very difficult after you break it to piece it together again. Very difficult. And even if you are able to piece it together, glue it together, you'll find the cracks and the fragments, the marks, the indentations remain. This is why they say in poetic language, the heart of a human being is compared to glass. Because once you break it, once you break it, to put it together again is very, very difficult. Years, years of love, of muhabbat, of companionship, of jor, of unity, whether between friends, or between husband and wife, or between relatives, or between mother and child, father and child, human relationships, years of love, of unity, of jor, of muhabbat, of compassion, just a few seconds, just a few seconds when this tongue is given free reign, will destroy that. They say, the worst and the most poisonous of snakes also, for the poison of those snakes, there is a serum. But they say there is one snake, its venom is such that there is no serum in this world for it. The harm and destruction of that snake not only will destroy you in this world, its harm will carry on to the qabr also. Its harm will carry on to the akhirat also. And that is the tongue. This is one of the most destructive limbs of the body. And as we mentioned previously, husne akhlaq, beautification, perfection of your akhlaq and character, my respected brothers, is impossible unless we learn to control this tongue. Simple example of the destruction of the tongue, which is happening all the time, is ghibat. Nabi Salaam said, Al-Ghibatu Ashaddu Mina Zina. He said, Ghibat, backbiting. Backbiting is worse than zina. Yet we'll find, like one of our Akabirin gives the example. He says, sometimes the Jamaat is traveling in the path of Allah Ta'ala. The Jamaat leaves the Markas. They board the public transport. They sit in the public transport. The driver obviously is far away from Deen, so he's got the music blaring. The Jamaat, mashallah, has received Rawangi Hidayat. They've received Hidayat, guidance on how to spend their time in the path of Allah. Leave a locality with Sunnah, with the Du'as. Enter a locality with the Du'as. So all this they are charged up, that Imani fervor is there. Now they're listening to this music on this public transport. Immediately they'll tell the driver, put that off, it's haram. I don't want to listen to music. Why? It goes against the imani grain, the fervor that's within them. The same person that will tell the driver to put the music off, in just a few seconds later, some idle chit-chat will start. And they'll start making ghibat about somebody. Backbiting about somebody. Speaking ill about somebody. 
spreading malicious false rumors and yet yet worse than that music worse than listening to music more haram than that if you want to use that type of expression a greater desecration of Allah Ta'ala's command is this ghibat Nabi Salaam said ashaddu minna zina worse than zina and we find that the chaska the so called enjoyment ecstasy lazzat of breaking Allah's command when it comes to the tongue ulama say this is like an itch when somewhere in the body when it's itching and you scratch the itch doesn't get satisfied the more you scratch the worse the itch becomes and they say this tongue giving it free rein is like that once you start there's no stopping one thing leads to the next 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 to the next first it's ghibat then the, then is what we call chugli tail carrying then from tail carrying it becomes tohmat slander false accusations malicious rumors about people and this is referred to in hadith al baghun al bura al dahda that one to the next to the next first ghibat then tail carrying then tohmat then slander and it is said this destroys a person to such an extent that his value according to the mafhum of the hadith becomes less in the eyes of Allah than feces also why because the inside is destroyed this tongue will make your akhirat or it will destroy your akhirat and unfortunately very few of us are even conscious of the utterances of the tongue mashallah i spent 4 months in tabligh i went pedal jamaat i spent so long in a khanka i spent so long in madrasa i did this good dini work i did that good dini work my akhirat is made this is sometimes the mindset that the person gets because of his dini mujahadat as to how much he feels he has achieved ulama say if you want to know how much you have achieved spiritually then just one day one day from morning till night carry a little book with you and every time you open your mouth every time you open your mouth whatever you say write it down and then at the end of the day at the end of the day look at all that what you said and then you know where your tabligh went and where your hajj went and where your umrah went and where all your tilawat of quran went and where your zikrullah went like how tender like how dry grass light it how it burns they say just like that this tongue is destroying whatever neki and good deeds you have done if you will not learn to control it coming back to that hadith of muaz bin jabal muaz bin jabal exclaims surprise that ya rasulullah will allah take us to task for the utterance of the tongue allah's rasul sallallahu becomes upset by this question of muaz sakilat ka ummuka ya muaz in other words muaz i thought you had more understanding than that how can you even ask me such a thing and then nabi sallallahu alaihi wasallam said wa hal yakubbun nas wa hal yakubbun nas ala wujuhihim aw qala ala manakhirihim illa khasaidu alsinatihim muaz there will be nothing 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 that will be more conducive to cause my ummah face down to be thrown into jahannam than the utterances of the tongue shall we continue subhanallah